Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 215, which we are recording on Wednesday, March 25th, 2020. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we have a very unique recording for you today because Charlene and I are recording remotely from one another because... Because of the shelter-in-place order that our county was put under on Tuesday, March 17th. And then I believe it was just a day later, perhaps, when the governor put the entire state of California under shelter-in-place order. So we've been living this way for about a week It's interesting. I understand other parts of the country are under similar circumstances. And we're we're trying to get used to this new normal. Supposedly, the shelter in place was originally meant to last through Tuesday, April 7th. I'm not sure if the state order supersedes that and I don't even know if there's an ending date on the state order. So every day things change. Every hour things change. (laughs) There's always something new right now. The schools are out. Stores are closed. Any non-essential business should be closed. People are still working out what that means. Businesses, I know, are being told to close that originally thought they would be able to stay open. It's it's interesting. It's unprecedented. Yeah. So we wanted to do a recording today because it's what we do. We do it to stay normal. We do it because we love it. And we do it because it's helping us feel sane right now. But It is. And it's it's for our mental health. And hopefully it will help all of our listeners' mental health as well. (laughs) And I do want to apologize in advance for any ambient noise because Charlene and I are both in our homes with other people in our homes with us who can't be silent all the time. So if you hear doors or hopefully not my dog barking, but things like that, we (laughs) advance. Yes. So Charlene, what are you wearing? I am not wearing a sweater at the moment as we record, but I have worn this week my ranunculus sweater which is a wonderful design that you have knit as well gail twice and yeah that's right you have knit it twice and like gail i knit mine in one strand of a smooth yarn and one strand of a fuzzy yarn so the mohair silk stranded and stranded with another yarn I knit mine using a new-to-me yarn company from Denmark called Onling. It's spelled O with an umlaut, N-L-I-N-G. And the two yarns, oh, they have numbers. I can't quite remember. One of them, I I think the mohair silk is number 11. And then they're called the other one, I think it might be number one, and it's a merino cashmere blend very soft really nice I'm I have I give two thumbs up to both yarns yeah yeah and the original yarn that I had wanted to try from this company was a yarn that Elizabeth Doherty had turned us on to that is a merino angora blend and of course that's the one that I originally wanted to try. And, and yet that's the one that's still sitting in my stash that I haven't tried yet. So <laughs> I will be casting on a hat with that yarn blend soon, hopefully. But back to the ranunculus, I knit my ranunculus, like I said, in one strand of each of those. It's incredibly light, incredibly soft. One strand was a light pink and one strand was a bright pink and the two pinks kind of combine and meet somewhere in the middle. It gives it a unique kind of marled look, but the sweater is just so light and airy. Very, very happy sweater. (laughs) I highly recommend the pattern. It's 
I think it's even lighter than a love note, but I think that's because I used lace and mohair silk lace together. Yeah. But yeah. they yeah. both of those designs are knit on large needles, so they give you this very light fabric that's just yeah ethereal almost. It is. And I knit mine shorter than I usually make my sweaters. So it is a definite layering piece. I've been wearing it over a really long t-shirt, almost like a tunic length t-shirt. So it's it's a layering piece I because I wouldn't wear it just alone. It's too short. But it's interesting because I was never sure about those short, short sweaters. And although this one is not short, short, I think I still knit it a little bit longer than it called for in the pattern, but for me, it feels short. And as long as it's part of a layered look, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt weird at first because I put it on and it felt like there was this area there that should have had sweater on my body <laughs> <laughs> that didn't have sweater. So it took a little getting used to, but we'll see how I like it. I'll try it. Well, I can't so wait that, to see it in real life once I get to see you in real life. Again. Yes, exactly. Thank you. So that is the ranunculus pattern. What are you wearing, Gail? I'm wearing my Zweig sweater by Caitlin Hunter and I'm, you guys may be getting sick of hearing about it by now because both Charlene and I knit it last year. And I've been wearing a sweater every single day during the stay-at-home notice or shelter-in-place notice. So I've been enjoying my hand knits even though I'm not going out in public. And they're just the perfect piece because it's pretty cold in Santa Cruz right now. It is. It's We had a month of really warm weather so that's what makes this week of cold weather feel even more shocking <laughs> yeah that we actually have had rain and it's actually stormy some days and oh, yeah. did you see the rainbow yesterday I didn't see the big one that I saw pictures of <laughs> we saw it it was so beautiful right at dinner time and there's a big window right next to our dining room table and I could look at the rainbow through the whole dinner. It was just wow. a beautiful rainbow against just the perfect gray stormy sky. And the way the sun was shining off the trees in the background, there was like a silvery shimmer off of the eucalyptus trees. It was just beautiful yesterday. So pretty. Well, that's nice. Let's hope that's a sign of good things to come. Yes. Mother Nature was giving us a little... A little present yesterday I think yeah so that's my Zweig sweater by Caitlin Hunter and if you're anything like me you've been stalking a lot lately what are you stalking oh my gosh Gail I have been spending <laughs> so much time on Ravelry <laughs> they probably have like a record numbers of people on right now probably it's yeah I've been catching up on all the threads that I've been behind on I have been stalking I have been looking at yarn it's been fun and I have seen a couple of new things one of them is called the purple coke sweater and it is by Katrine Schneider and you may remember recognize that name because Katrine Schneider designed the Winterfell cardigan that I knit maybe two years ago and I really loved that sweater and the purple coke sweater is a pullover that she designed and I guess it's the second pattern in a set because she designed something a while ago called the purple coke shirt which is a short-sleeved tea so one of them is a pullover with long sleeves it's double stranded with two lace yarns and the other is a t-shirt where she uses the two yarns to create subtle striping so there's a few rows in the smooth yarn whether you use a fingering or a lace yarn and then it looks like maybe two rows knit in the mohair 
and then you go back to the smooth yarn for four or five rows and then two rows knit in the smooth or in the mohair. That's the t-shirt. That's how she gets the subtle striping. And then in the long sleeve pullover, she actually uses two different colors. But it's that yarn com combining of yarns that I have really been fascinated with that she uses on this. And I love the way it looks. Her design, admittedly, it's not anything new design-wise because it's it looks like it's a basic raglan, but I just really enjoy that look. It's it's kind of it's a basic and it's the kind of sweater that I wear. <laughs> it's cute, so, I noticed it too. Yeah. So that is the purple coke sweater by Katrine Schneider. And then like I said, because that double stranding is appealing to me right now. I'm also drawn to another one called Spring is in the Air by Hintermstein. And I've knit, just like Katrine Schneider, I've knit one of her patterns previously. This one, the one that I've knit previously, oh, also a cardigan, that was called Holy Comfort. And Holy Comfort is one of my favorite cardigans. I, oh, I just really? love, yeah, I love that one. It, also has to do with the yarn. It was knit in some candy skein yarn that I just love. And the color is wonderful. <laughs> so, yeah, that is one of my favorite cardigans. And Spring is in the Air is a pullover with a circular yoke, double-stranded lace and fingering yarn knit at a fairly at a larger gauge of 17 stitches to four inches so it's like an Aran white gauge and this one has a textured yoke and slightly oversized sleeves on the pattern she calls them puffed sleeves and the pullover is knit in the round top down it's probably not something i would knit right now but I'm definitely going to keep it on my radar because I want to see projects it's one of those sweaters that I'm interested enough that I want to keep an eye on the projects and see how it looks on people not necessarily cast on right now but we'll keep keep an eye on it <laughs> I get it yeah and then the third thing that I am stocking is called Enkel Revolu, and it's by Venke Rold, and it is just a basic ribbed hat. It's a free pattern on Ravelry. Right now, the pattern is only in Norwegian, but I really like the looks of this hat, and you guys know that I'm always on the lookout for basic ribbed hats. That's one of my favorite kind of hats to make it's basic almost anybody can wear it and this one is really cute it's photographed really well so I was just drawn to it and yeah just spending like Gail said spending lots of time on Ravelry enjoying all the connections that I have there and probably spending way too much time stalking <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Gail? What are you stocking? So I'm stocking several things also, also spending an inordinate amount of time on Ravelry. One thing I'm stocking is a continuation that you've heard about before. I'm stocking DK weight shawl collar sweaters. So we had our first virtual meetup on Zoom on Saturday, and that's going to be ongoing for a while. So if anybody's interested in joining, we'll talk more about that later in the episode. But I did say to everybody on the call that I was looking out for DK weight shawl collar cardigans, and I got lots of ideas. And oh, fun. Yeah, it was great. And Robbie also started a bundle for me called I think shawl collars for Gail or something like that <laughs> and so I'm using crowdsourcing for stocking DK weight shawl collar cardigan pattern so if anybody has any ideas for me please let me know and 
three specific things I'm stocking. The first is Andrea Mowry's newest pattern, which is a pullover. It's called the throw over. And you've heard me talk about the throw back, which is the cardigan version of this new sweater, the throw over. So pullover, throw over. It's basically the same sweater. So it's a top down colorwork yoke sweater. And the first one I knit, I used Neighborhood Fiber Company Studio Worsted in a brick red color. I think I was wearing it the last time we recorded, actually. Oh, this okay. time, I'm going to use the Farmer's Daughter Pishkin DK, which is 100% Wyoming Rambouillet, or maybe Montana Rambouillet. And I've already swatched, and I'm ready to cast on. The second one I'm stocking is the Carlina Pullover by Whitney Hayward. And I just want to say a huge thank you to all of the designers who have either released patterns and set them for free on Ravelry and or discounts for all the people sheltering in place right now. Thank you very much. And Whitney Hayward gifted a lot of patterns. So a lot of her patterns were free on Ravelry. They may still be. I don't remember if there was a time limit but this was one of them, and this is a pullover knit in light fingering with a colorwork yoke. And I don't remember what yarn she used specifically, but I could use my sweater quantity of Barrett Wool Company's woolen spun fingering that I got at Stitches several years ago in a navy. And I have a contrasting, I could either use light pink or a beige color for the colorwork in the yoke. And it's just a really pretty not really floral, more like a snowflake kind of motif that is in the yoke. It's really pretty and it's kind of boxy. It just hits all the things that I like in a sweater. So that's a really pretty one, the Carlina pullover. And then the last one I was stocking before we, before like enforced computer time happened, which is kind of what I'm thinking of a shelter in place. The mm -hmm. Pappas Pullover by Midori Hirose, and this is similar to the Ranunculus in that it's knit in a very light fingering weight and on big needles. So it's a very airy knit, and it has, I think, three-quarter length puffy sleeves and a, a boat neck, which I would try to make a narrower, more into a crew neck. But it's a very, very simple pullover sweater. Very simple, very cute. And that was high up on the stocking list. That's the Pappas Pullover by Midori Hirose. Thank you to this month's sponsor, Fix-A-Stitch. Ever face the tedious task of having to drop down and correct a mistake in your knitting? The Fix-A-Stitch is here to help. It's a double-ended tool that uses a patented method to change stitches from knit to purl or purl to knit quick and easy. Check our website for great tutorials and other ways to use it. The tool comes in a package of three for light, medium, or bulky weights. A lace weight tool is sold separately. Fix-A-Stitch is available at local yarn shops around the country. More information is available at www.fixastitch.com. Now more than ever, if you are sheltering at home, it is important to have the right tools. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We were talking about that just the other day, not even related to knitting, but I likened it unto knitting for my family. I said something about, it's just like if I didn't have knitting needles, how could I do what I love to do? So, it right. is, and luckily you can still buy things online because, well, I, I'm sure some of you listening, your local yarn stores are still either open and or doing pickup, uh, what are they calling, curbside service. Yeah, I think it depends on your wherever you live. I think some municipalities are being stricter than others from just from what I'm reading. And perhaps the longer we go under this shelter in place, more and more places will be closing. So, yeah. in fact, I did. And a lot of businesses are just closing, too. I did see that one of the big online yarn stores, Knit Picks, closed its warehouse the other day. So lots of things are just closing, and there are a lot of big national chains that are closing, too. Yeah. I know the Apple Store has been closed, for example, and I'm sure there are others. Yep. 
which is responsible right now. Yeah, exactly. So what are you knitting? I am knitting a few things and spending a lot of time knitting on them. Once our knockers retreat was canceled, and in fact, I guess we should officially say that, yes, we have canceled our knockers retreat. It was supposed to take place in about a week, and we had to cancel that. So the project that I had picked to work on for the retreat was my bits and bobs blanket and I had started that right before stitches because it's an easy project that I can pick up put down I don't need to look at a pattern and I had started that right before stitches worked on it while at stitches and I got all excited about working on it but I tried to put it on the back burner and not work on it at home too much knowing that I would have the retreat weekend to work on it so life has dealt us what it has dealt us and I will not be working on it at the retreat now and so now it's just become an easy comfort project that I can sit and pick up and put down whenever I want and it's been cold so I also have the added warmth of having a blanket on my lap while I knit (laughs) I love that yes so now I knit on it when I need something easy and it's my comfort knitting it really is so that's the first yes they definitely are especially one like this where I don't have to have a pattern that's the beauty of it for me right now and then the second thing that I am working on is my goldfish memory. That's another one that could be comfort knitting as well. I am so looking forward to having this rectangular shawl in my wardrobe. I love the colors that I am using and all three of the yarns that I am using. So it's a three skein rectangular shawl. I have a much larger rectangular shawl already in my wardrobe that's five skeins. So this one's going to be a little bit smaller. I think I'm going to wear it quite a bit. And like I said, with the colors that I used, I'm really excited to wear this one. I was hoping to have it done for the retreat, however, but without that goal in mind, I might be knitting on the blanket more. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Since I don't have that firm goal in mind, the blanket right now keeps getting picked up and the shawl is kind of sitting there, but I know I'll finish that one. I have a prediction that when you get to the I-cord bind off of your blanket, goldfish memories will get a lot more attention. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, probably, (laughs) probably. I'll have to think about that because I know you did not enjoy doing the I-cord bind off on your blanket. So maybe I'll figure out something else to do. We'll see. It's not that I didn't enjoy it so much as it hurt my hands. So, well, yeah, I don't want to have hurt hands. (laughs) In hindsight, I think that like a pretty crocheted border would probably have been beautiful. That's exactly what I was considering. Yeah. I was thinking some kind of single crochet border might just be the ticket. Yep. I highly recommend it. (laughs) And then the third thing that I am working on, I cast on an Elizabeth Doherty sweater called Ellery. I just bought this Western Sky Knits yarn at Stitches, and I bought it without a specific sweater in mind. I've gone back and forth about pairing the yarn with this sweater, but in the end... I really wanted to make this sweater and I wanted to use this yarn, although not necessarily for this sweater. I just wanted to knit with this yarn right away. And I wasn't the reason why I didn't pair them up immediately is because the yarn has some light speckling to it that I wasn't sure would work with the textured stitches on the yoke of Ellery. I made this sweater before and I made it with marled yarn. And again, for that one, when I made that version, I wasn't sure if the marling would be too much for the stitch pattern. But I always have to, I always have to push it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and just try it. And I did, and I really like the way it looks. Yay! So it, I can't wait to see it. I know. It may not have been the best choice in terms of seeing the stitch pattern. I'm sure that if I was just using a plain yarn, I would see the stitch pattern better. But I just love this color so much, and I really want to use it for the sweater. The color that I'm using is called Pressed Flowers, and it's a mostly neutral, natural tone, but it just has some very, it's almost like a, a somewhat pale maroon, which doesn't really make sense because maroon isn't pale, but it's a, a very, I don't know how to describe it, a pale maroon. <laughs> And it's got a little bit of yellow in there, too. So if you think of maybe pinkish purple flowers and yellow flowers, but if they were dried, it's kind yeah. of that color. So that's not a very good description. But that's the only one. Johnny Jump Up Violets, but not that vivid of a purple. Yeah, these are really just somewhat faded, somewhat pale, and it's a very light speckling of it as well. They're not bright colors, but for some reason I was really attracted to it. Very, very pretty. And I'm also pairing it with one strand of a solid mohair. I'm sorry, I don't know if I just talked over you or not. I'm getting some, sometimes there's a little bit of feedback and I can't tell if it was you talking or just a little bit of feedback this is part of the problem recording remotely <laughs> yeah so hopefully if there's ambient noise or one of us cuts out a little bit you guys understand why so yeah sorry. or sometimes yeah sometimes if we start talking at the same time it's because of the delay and we can't tell the other person has started speaking so yeah. apologies for that <laughs> but those are the three things that I'm working on right now I have a couple projects still in timeout, my timeout projects are the DAW sweater and oh my sweets. I can't remember the pattern name. Sweets. Land of Sweets. Land of Sweets by Helen Stewart. It's a cowl. That one is also still in a timeout. Both of those I started a couple months ago, and both of those I'm not sure. I'm happy with. So they are in timeout. Eventually, I'll have to have a frog it or fix it moment with both of them, but I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> so that is all I am working on. What are you knitting, Gail? I am knitting a few things. So last episode, I told you that Josie requested a sweater and that we did a whole process working through my finished objects and different types of sweaters and different types of fabric and she landed on wanting a blue sands cardi by la maison really and i have cast that on so i ordered some cascade heritage fingering weight yarn and she's going to look like an easter egg because she picked a light aqua a pastel aqua a pastel light purple and a light gray. And I am midway through the second stripe, so I'm almost ready. It's a top-down modified raglan, and I'm almost finished with the raglan shaping. So I'm almost to the point where I will separate the sleeves. But in times of stress, I don't know about you guys, but I make major rookie mistakes. So I cast on the pattern, and I was really excited, and I was cruising through the first stripe, and I had a whole evening worth of knitting done. So I had a significant amount of knitting. And then I looked at the pattern because I wanted to know how many rows before I needed to change colors. And I realized I cast on in the wrong color. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> so that all got ripped out and restarted again. Unless you can laugh about it. Yes. There was some other rookie mistake I did this week. And I just have to laugh because... I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. And that's going to reflect mm -hmm. itself in my crafting. So I'm yep. not beating myself up. So that's the blue sand cardigan, which I've knit already once for myself and now for Josie. So I'm super excited about that. 
And then, as sometimes happens to me, I had a spontaneous idea of something I should knit. And within an hour or two, I was knitting it. And this was during our Yarniacs Zoom meetup on Saturday. I don't know why it popped into my head that I should knit an Easter sweater for Olivia, but it did. It popped into my head. And once it was, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't let it go. So I have cast on my third fairy dust cardigan, which is a pattern by Danny Sunshine. And I'm now knitting one. I knit one for a friend's daughter and I knit one for charity. And now I'm knitting one for my granddaughter, Olivia. And I had two skeins of candy skeins, worsted weight, superwash in my stash. I had about eight skeins to start with, and I used some of it on my Papa sweater that I knit last year, and I had two skeins left, and it's been in my stash since 2014. So I consider that pretty deep stash, and the sweater will take almost the full two skeins, so I'm super excited to be, one, knitting a tried and true sweater that I've enjoyed knitting in the past, two, knitting something for my granddaughter, and three, knitting deep stash. So very yeah. excited about that. And this also is a top-down yoke-shaped cardigan. And it's very simple lace in the yoke. So you increase by doing yarn overs in the yoke to give a very pretty lace pattern. And then you separate for sleeves and you knit straight down. And I'm going to go a little longer than the pattern states because I want it to fit her longer. And... I'm adding increases, kind of A-line increases, because if you think about a baby's shape, when they're wearing a diaper especially, there's a lot of extra bulk around the hips and the booty. So I decided to go A-line so that it's not strangely shaped around her diaper area. And I also, I'm knitting the two-year size, but the pattern calls for sport weight yarn, and I'm knitting it in worsted weight yarn. So I know it's going to be bigger by virtue of knitting Oh, yeah. Yarn right. on larger needles. So right. I was showing it to Alex on FaceTime and she said, are you sure that's going to fit her? And I said, it's pretty big. The yoke area, Danny's pattern says to separate when your yoke hits about four inches for a two year size and mine's at five and a half inches. So it's going to fit her for a while. Definitely. Which is good. Yeah, that's the plan. So a-line shaping, knit it longer, she'll be able to wear it for quite a while. So that's the Fairy Dust Cardigan by Danny Sunshine. And I forgot to mention, we've extended the date for finished objects for the self-indulgent knit-along. Oh, because, I'm glad you remembered to mention that. Yeah. The idea being that right now, while many people are at home and can't go out, the idea of community, camaraderie, support, felt so strong that I wanted to keep Charlene and I wanted to keep the self-indulgent knit along going because there's a lot of chatter in that thread. So if you did finish by the March 19th deadline, good for you. However, we're keeping that open. So we're not going to end it until, did we say June 1st? Maybe I don't remember what we said. I can't remember either. <laughs> but the idea is we want to keep knitting along. We want to keep doing a little bit of self-indulgent knitting. And although this isn't for myself, it is self-indulgent for the reasons I just listed. Right. So I haven't finished anything, but I think you have, Gail, right? I have. I've finished a few things. So I finished my Magnolia Chunky Cardigan by Camila Black. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> it's so super cute, but it's so not the same as the ones we saw at Stitches. What's different? What's different is that it's really short, really cropped. And what I've decided is I'm going to wear it with my black tutu. So it will be oh, okay. a perfect length with the tutu. Well, However, you did want a cropped sweater for that outfit. Exactly. It's, I don't know what other opportunities I'll have to wear it necessarily. We'll see. <laughs> but it's very, very cropped. And it also, it's not fitted but it does pull in some at my natural waist and I have a high natural waist, which is good. Mm -hmm. But the ones we saw at stitches were longer and boxier. So mm -hmm. I think my row gauge was probably different than the pattern stated. And had I been paying attention, I would have knit 
under the under when you split for the sleeves she has you start the magnolia pattern pretty much immediately and had i been paying better attention and realized my row gauge was off i would have knit some plain stockinette before starting the magnolia pattern oh i see That's yeah that makes sense but i didn't and now i have a little kind of shortish sweater but it's so cute i used Tosh Marina Light by Madeline Tosh in the Molly Ringwald colorway. I used that held doubled, and then I added a third yarn, which was a strand of Western Sky Knits mohair silk lace in the blush colorway. So it is this beautiful light pink that makes me smile. I love it so much, and it's soft, and I love everything about it. It's a beautiful sweater. I also... The sparkly pink buttons that Susan gave me at Stitches a couple years ago. Oh, yes. One of our listeners very thoughtfully was going through her button stash and decided she wasn't going to use these round sparkly buttons that have, what is the shaft, I think it's called, at the bottom? So it doesn't have holes in the middle of the button, but it has the, where you connect it to the sweater. What's that part called? The shaft, maybe? I'm blanking out. I can't remember. I'll think of it. (laughs) Hopefully those of you who are button savvy know what I'm talking about. So it's where the button has where you connect it to something and, you know, sew it on. It's a section that sticks off the bottom of the button as opposed to having holes in the center of the button. So they have it's clear plastic and they have really, really sparkly pink crystals in the top of the button they're really beautiful and they look vintagey and it's going to be perfect with this sweater and I used two of the buttons she gave me I think 12 I used two of them on Olivia's We Malia sweater that I knit for her and they were a big hit because they're so shiny and pink so I'm very excited to be using these on my magnolia but I haven't knit them or added them to the sweater yet so I think I've called I think I've called buttons like that in the past, shank buttons. Shank, that's what it is, not shaft, shank. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if everybody calls them that. I don't know if it's a, if that is just a term I've heard or if that is a universal term. Well, hopefully people got the idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and two other things that I finished. I finished another charity hat. The pattern is Tamarugo by Anna Hintika, and it's a free pattern for a worsted weight yarn. And I used a gift skein from my friend Cindy. It's Barocco Boboli, which is an acrylic wool blend. It's a single ply yarn that is really colorful. And the hat turned out really kind of joyful. It's very bright and pretty. And the pattern itself has slipped stitches that you then pick up a couple rows later and it's supposed to give kind of a herringbone look when you put it on and I did something wrong because when you pick up that slip stitch it's supposed to pull it up and make an inverted v shape well mine doesn't pull up it just lays flat so (laughs) I don't know what I did wrong but it's still the hat looks very pretty and I decided that I didn't it wasn't a showstopper as I was knitting it. So I didn't feel the need to pull it back out. It's a very cute mm-hmm. hat. It doesn't look quite like it's supposed to. I highly recommend the pattern. Very easy. That's the Tamarugo by Anna Hintiga. And I finished okay. my It's in Bob's blanket. So Yay. I'm very excited. I did finish it by the original self-indulgent knit along deadline, which we've moved to May 1st, not June 1st. And I love it. I've used it every single day since we finished or since I finished it because with all the press briefings and things that have been on the news I don't normally watch news ever but I've been watching certain news lately and it's cold in my living room for some reason every time (laughs) one of us walks into the living room we comment on how cold it is so I put my blanket on every time I'm watching the news and it makes me so happy so Bits and Bobs Blanket by Kay Jones, same one that Charlene's knitting right now. Great pattern. I highly recommend it as a great comfort knit right now if you're in a blanket sort of mood. So that's what I finished. All right. Thank you. So because we have never experienced this type of sheltering in place before, 
we just kind of thought we'd chat a little bit about some of our experiences and what we each have been doing kind of to connect with other people at this time. We've already mentioned that we both had been spending a lot of time on Ravelry, a lot more than we would normally spend in a normal day on Ravelry. And I have been using Ravelry to stock patterns. I've also been in active in the chats. I've caught up on a lot of the chat threads that I like to read. And sometimes I get very far behind on those. So I've caught up on all those. I've been commenting to people. I've faved some projects, which is always nice to give somebody a little heart on their project. I've been doing that a lot. <laughs> um, and a lot of chatting just in the forums. Like I said, I've been commenting here, commenting there. And that's helped me try to keep in touch and try to keep the stress at bay a little bit. I agree. I've I've wanted to spend more time on Ravelry, but work has actually been busy for me. And with my job, because I work from home anyways, I've been relatively unaffected by the shelter in place order and all the COVID-19 everything. But when I am at the computer, there are definitely tendencies to go off and wander because of the anxiety of just being. Yeah. So I'm not quite as focused on work as I should be, but I'm also not on Ravelry quite as much. But there are other things I wanted to mention besides Ravelry. And some of these I got from Clara Parks Knitters Review that she sends out. There is a online cooking class called Milk Street and they're doing all of their classes free, I think through the end of April. And they had some pretty cool ones. And this one, I think, is really, really a very cool opportunity. It's called The Science of Well-Being. It's actually a class from Yale University, and it is their most popular class in the history of the university. And I think they introduced it in 2018, so it was fairly recent. And the whole idea behind the class is to help people deal with stress. And it, it was oriented towards Yale students who are under a great deal of stress with their classwork and you know everything that comes with being a university student. And they're offering the class free right now online to anyone who wants to take it. And you can get there through Coursera. And I will put a link to this in the show notes. I haven't started the class yet. I enrolled, but I haven't started it. And it's, I think, a 10-week you don't have to do it by a week. It's all online recorded. You can do it at your own pace. But 10 weeks, and it looks like it's about two hours, approximately maybe a little bit more per week if you go at a weekly pace. And a lot of it is video. And I'm assuming they also have reading that's associated with it. But it seems like such a good thing that you could do for yourself right now. And I recommended it to my coworkers and my boss actually asked us all to do it. So I'm really looking forward to that. So again, that's called the science of well-being and it's free right now. So I'll include a link. And I think that's another thing, even though you're not interacting with other people, it will help. I think it's supposed to teach you tips, tricks, methods, et cetera, to manage anxiety and stress. So I'm looking forward to that. And online meetups, if you haven't used Zoom by now, I'll be surprised because Zoom has been used by our schools locally. A lot of people are using it for meetups. Even my family used it for a meetup this weekend. It's an app you can put on your phone or on your tablet or use it on your computer. And it's voice and video. So you can have a meeting with as many people as you want. The more people, kind of the harder it is, but you can do it with as many people as you want. And you can do it for free. It's a free app up to 40 minutes. And then you can upgrade to have longer meetings. But for the time being, Zoom has said, 
you can go beyond 40 minutes and it will remain free right now. I don't know how long that's true, but it's really, really easy to install and use. Remarkably easy. So if you have loved ones or friends far away that you can't see right now, I highly recommend Zoom as a way to connect. And that's what we used for our meetup the other day. Yeah, and it was it was a fun, interesting event. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was fun. We went around and everybody got to show what they were knitting and tell us about their yarn. And I got yeah. to answer ideas on my DK weight shawl, carter, shawl collar cardigan. <laughs> yeah, so it was nice. Yeah, my running friends, we did a meetup over the weekend as well. My family, we did a meetup all on Zoom. Really, it's actually a really cool application. I'm very impressed. Yeah, I have to say, I have been too, so I liked it. Yep. Yeah, because your Knit Night group is using it. Yeah. Yeah. So different things we can do to stay connected. Obviously, Ravelry is huge. Of course, we can always just pick up the phone. I never call my aunt anymore because I'm so used to texting people, and she's kind of not interested in texting. So I picked up the phone and called her the other day, like, how you doing? Are you okay? And a kind of a return to phone call was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's experience is different. I have one son who has basically been laid off. They haven't made it official and said, you're laid off, but their his business where he works is closed. There's no work for him. So he's basically laid off. And then you and I both have one, kid right now who are considered essential workers so they're in fact they both just started new jobs oddly enough and they're both both their jobs are essential workers so they're both going into work yeah but nobody else leaving my house unless we because we're allowed to go outside to exercise and to walk the dog and things like that as long as we maintain a six-foot distance so I'm so grateful for where we live right now because we can go out and hike and things like that. Yes, so, so yeah. am I. So am I. So aside from all of those things that Gail mentioned, you keep on knitting, <laughs> keep on looking through your stash. Now's the time to use that yarn. Use the yarn that you've stashed. Use the yarn that you have purchased that you love. Pick something special out that perhaps you've been saving and make something self-indulgent for yourself or someone else. Yeah. One of the things you mentioned, phone calls, now's also a good time to reach out to friends with letters. You can write an actual physical letter. Write something, if if you can't make that phone call, write a letter, try to remember those people that maybe don't have a lot of folks reaching out to them. Yeah, that would be, this would be the time to reach out. Like you said, you don't normally call your aunt, but you reached out to her. Think of those people and maybe drop them a card. Just say, hey, someone is thinking of you. And then, yeah, online chatting. Use what's available. (laughs) Yeah, and I wanted to go back to that people who may not have a lot of others in their lives who communicate with them. There are a lot of studies that are being kind of talked about in the media right now about loneliness. Yeah, quoted about loneliness. All the people right now who are isolating, who aren't used to being isolated, who are by themselves in a house with one little window to look out of, things like that, who are really, really lonely right now. And any kind of gesture you can make just checking in on people and human kindness goes a long way and you can show human kindness without actually touching. So don't forget about those people who are having a really right now. And I also want to say, so other activities you can do while you're sheltering in place or whatever the terms are. I've organized my stash. You guys, Josie, my daughter has promised me she'd help me organize my closet for over a year now. And I asked her as soon as we heard shelter in place, I said, closet time. And she said, let's do it. So Mike has been organizing the garage. You know, what do you do when you're home when you don't expect to be home? Well, you clean and you organize and you, 
get rid of things and whatever. Well, he cleared off two bookshelves in the garage for me and my yarn. So my yarn is meticulously, beautifully organized right now on bookshelves where I can go out and look at it. Each thing's in its own container so that the bugs can't get to it and it's all safe. But my tools are all in one place. My patterns, my yarn winder, everything is in one place with a little bit of overflow into my closet still. But it's so exciting. It is so fun to have it all where I can see it and see the patterns of the things that I have purchased over the years. I have a remarkable amount of blue yarn, which I didn't realize until I got <laughs> I have, it's surprising, not very much pink and a whole lot of blue. So oh, I was interesting. Yeah, I was really surprised. I'll take a picture of the bookshelves and put it in the show notes. But I realized that so most of the yarn is in the garage, my lace weight yarn and my single skeins of fingering or smaller lots of fingering are still in my closet in the plastic drawers. And I think the lace weight represents a lot of my pink. So it's oh, not okay. a completely realistic picture seeing in the garage, but it's still, I'm very impressed with the organization. And Josie and I still have to work on my closet now because we didn't touch like the sweaters that are everywhere. <laughs> so we still have some work to do, but that's something that I've been meaning to do for over a year and finally had some time to do it. So I guess that's a silver lining to all of this is the ability for all of us to kind of slow our lives down a little bit maybe read. One of my girlfriends this morning was saying she's grateful for an opportunity to catch up on her reading. Of course, there are audiobooks. A lot of you are probably streaming video right now and catching up on things you wanted to see on TV. So things like that are, are some ways we can keep ourselves busy right now. Definitely. And like I said, now's the time. Use that stash. Pull out something special. Use that yarn that you've been saving knit something special for yourself or someone else and please everyone stay healthy try to stay happy keep your spirits up knit that stash and everyone go wash your hands <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and remember we're here for you in the Arniax group and any chatter and we're sending you great big air hugs right now so happy knitting stay healthy stay safe we love you guys bye happy knitting everyone bye bye you can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley. 